During this episode, there was a few technical difficulties with the camera. Therefore, there will not be a video episode for this episode of Random Ravings. I'm very sorry, and hopefully I'll be able to fix the issue with the camera, and the next episode of Random Ravings will be a video episode. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Random Ravings. Uh, welcome or welcome back. I am your host, Caleb. Um, if you came from listening to The Rational Rant with Bray or Bray and K. Breakaway to listen to The Rational Rant, thank you. Uh, if you don't know what or who I'm talking about, um, make sure you go listen to The Rational Rant and Bray and K. Breakaway. Uh, those are both two more phenomenal podcasts that are in the Breakaway Podcast Network. But this episode, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you why The Office is dumb. Yes, I've seen one or two episodes. Braden says that's not enough to judge a show. I think it is. And this episode, I'm going to judge. I am going to judge The Office. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure a majority of the listeners or watchers, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Um, I'm going to tell you why The Office is dumb. From, uh, I guess, vid- cinematic. It's not the right word. That's for movies, but you, you get what I'm saying. A cinematic view and... Also, a humor, a comedy point of view. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, before I do get into that, um, I'd like to say, if you're watching on video, I got a new setup. Um, also, special shout out to the patrons on Patreon.com. A super special shout out to Michael, who is currently the highest paying patron. If you want to join Michael and get a shout out each and every episode, just go to patreon.com forward slash join forward slash Bray and K. Or just hit the Patreon link in the description of the video or the podcast episode. Now... As I said <laughs> quite a while ago, <laughs> I am going to s- say why The Office is stupid. And if you have a reason that it's not, leave a voice message or email me at randomravingspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message by hitting the link in the description. Enough self-promotion, though. So, the reasons Office is bad. Um, not, some, alright, first reason, some of the characters are kind of annoying. And stupid. Like, yes, there is, to an extent, you can be a little bit stupid or insanely stupid that it's funny. 
but the some of the office characters is just kind of a toss up like is that a smart idea or is that just a stupid idea it's kind of like are you mentally stable are you just playing a prank on someone or do you need to go to an insane asylum as soon as possible i can't really tell and then that's kind of from a comedy standpoint of the office <clears throat> excuse me um from a cinematic kind of view like i get it all these people that watched the office are like it was genius it's like a documentary they pull people to the side yada 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 the thing about the office though if it was is supposedly a documentary or framed or whatever to be like a documentary the only problem i have with that is yes documentaries will cut from a scene to a person usually though when they cut from a scene it's like the end of a scene or whatever and it makes sense why they would cut because it needs a little more explaining whereas the office it's kind of cut wherever you know it's very dicey it's choppy like Sometimes even every 15 seconds, it'll switch to someone else. It'll switch to a new person stating all these different things. And I, it's very choppy. There isn't like one solid, not storyline, but baseline of what every show is kind of going off of. It's not oh, this is happening this episode, I wonder what's going to happen about that next episode. Like, yes, it has a very, it has a storyline, but it's a very, very vague storyline. And if if you like that kind of show, I guess The Office is pretty much the only show for you to watch. Like, there are kids shows that don't have a storyline, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It it has a storyline each episode, but not a reoccurring storyline throughout the whole season, I guess you'd call it. I don't know if Mickey Mouse Clubhouse really has seasons, but if they did, they don't have a baseline storyline, much like The Office. And those are my reasons why I think The Office is dumb. They were both very broad. Um, it's choppy. Like, there's not much of a storyline. The humor is kind of like, are you insane? Is that a brilliant tactic? Or is it just super dumb? It's hard to tell. And a lot of people are saying they can't see Steve Carell as, um, what's Spider-Man's uncle's name? Spider-Man's uncle's name. Uncle Ben. I, they can't see him as Uncle Ben because they watched so much of The Office. And so now Steve Carell 
is stuck in their head as the character he plays in The Office, who is Michael Scott. And I guess, yeah, if you watch The Office as many times as some people do, that actor would kind of get stuck in your head as this one person, much like Robert Downey Jr. is for most people who watch Marvel. Um... For Robert Downey Jr. A lot of people didn't watch Doolittle because they're like, no, that's not who Robert Downey Jr. is. He is a million dollar playboy who is extremely good with mechanics. He's not a veterinarian (laughs) who can talk to animals. Did Doolittle have a good... Castless, yes, John Cena, Tom Holland, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And I'm sure more. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, Selena Gomez, uh, John Cena. I'm probably going to mess this name up, but... um. Kumali Najani. I've seen him in a couple movies. I'm still not sure how to pronounce his name. Um, Craig Robinson. He's a phenomenal actor. Um, Jason Manazukas. I'm probably butchering these names a lot. A lot. A lot. Um, and there are a lot of actors. I'm just trying to say like the main one. Will Arnett. I don't think he was in this. I don't think Will Arnett was in Doolittle. Um, yeah. I don't know. He may have been. I don't think he is, though. Um, and, like, those. Are, that's just to name a couple of actors, like, the bigger ones. So, yes, Doolittle had a good cast, Robert, but a lot of people couldn't see Robert Downey Jr. as a calm, humble veterinarian. He is Iron Man. Um, let me see on Wikipedia. Not the best source um, ever, but... Um, Iron Man is is described as here we go yep is it gonna work okay here we go a fictional character portrayed by robert downey jr in the mcu film franchise commonly known as his alter ego iron man um Describe Iron Man. Okay. Iron Man is described as... Let's see here. Why is this? A million slash billion dollar playboy. Um... Scientist, very wealthy. I don't need his life story. 
I need his character traits. My word. Themes. Yeah, themes isn't gonna really. Okay, fictional character. Origins. Origins? Maybe? Let's see here. Okay, son of yada yada yada. Booby trapped. Yada yada yada. Fellow prisoner. Nobel Prize winning physicist. Suit armor made of iron. Roadie. Cover story. Pepper Potts. Happy. Vietnam War. Yeah, this still is giving me jack squat. Yeah, it's still giving me his life story. But he's... If you've seen any of the Marvel movies, you know he's not like this humble, down-to-earth guy. Literally and figuratively. Um... So I can see how, like, if you watch one show, like, that's the thing with The Office and most TV shows. If it's a live-action show, say, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example. Actually, never mind, that's not a good example. We'll we'll stick with The Office. Like, Steve Carell, you're not going to see him as anyone else but Michael Scott. Because you have drilled into your mind that Steve Carell is Michael Scott. So, on the topic of Marvel, most people know, if you have not heard already, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but Chadwick Boseman, the actor, Black Panther has passed away from colon cancer, I believe. Um, He had been ongoing this fight with cancer for four years. And he died in his home, surrounded by his family. Um... Stage 3 colon cancer. He was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer in 2016 and died on the 28th, I want to say. 27th, my bad. Um, And from colon cancer, a lot of people did not know like, most fans, you would have to be, like, a stalker. I dropped my pen. A stalker to know that Chadwick Boseman um, had colon cancer before this past week. And But a lot of things have been done for Chadwick in the past couple of weeks. <clears throat> Let me get a sip of my water here. <clears throat> and pick up my pen. Find my pen, rather. Oh, well. But, a thing that was done in honor of him, actually, um, pretty recently, on September 2nd, Chadwick's high school in South Carolina 
Um, Principal Walter Mayfield at T.L. Hannah High School confirmed on Wednesday that it is a pro- they are in a process of setting up a grant called the Chadwick Bozeman Memorial Scholarship, which will be awarded to one deserving student each year. It is our intention to honor and mem- the memory and legacy of Chadwick Bozeman at T.L. Henna, class of 94, with a memorial scholarship, Mayfield said in a statement to CNN. Um, but a lot of people were wondering what's going to happen to Black Panther 2. How is his death going to affect Black Panther 2? Um, so in this article of The Hollywood Reporter, it states, outside of the family, only a small group of insiders was aware that Marvel's star had a battle with cancer, and now studio executives are grieving and figuring out a way forward. Because if you didn't know, Disney has already released their stage four, basically, and Black Panther 2 being one of the stage four films. Um, sources close to Bozeman tell The Hollywood Reporter that 43-year-old actor who had become noticeably thin in recent months was convinced until about a week before his death that he was going to beat cancer and would be able to gain weight back for a Black Panther sequel that was scheduled to go into production in March, but was postponed due to coronavirus. The actor was even set to prepare for the new film beginning in September. So they had rescheduled. So according to this, they had not filmed anything um any of black panther 2 and quite honestly i would be very surprised if they did go on to uh publish and make a black panther 2 without chadwick boseman now um Michael B. Jordan, he's an actor, he portrayed, if this will search here, um, he portrayed, uh, what was his role, let me see here, um, who did he play, why is it not showing me, Eric something, right, yeah, Eric Killmonger, so he, he, J- Jordan, or Michael B. Jordan, portrayed Eric Killmonger in the 2017 film Black Panther. He is uh, known mainly for his roles in the Creed movies and Just Mercy. Um, but he has, there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, that has, because Michael B. Jordan and Chadwick Boseman had known each other since age 17, and quick math here, that would be 26-year-old friendship, dude. 
Um, Michael B. Jordan hadn't. He released on the 1st of September a tribute to Chadwick Boseman, which they had been 26 year long friends. Um, before the 1st of September, um, Michael had been silent for five, four or five days about this, but I am definitely going to check out, let me check the tribute real quickly, um, I'm not completely sure what it was exactly. Let's see here. Yeah, but like they were co-stars in this movie. Um and just a whole lot of other stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's is very em- emotional thing for Jordan. Jordan wrote on Instagram. Was it through an Instagram? It might have been through an Instagram post. But Jordan wrote on Instagram. I've been trying to find words, but nothing comes close to how I feel. Um, Jordan wrote on Instagram along with photos of him with Bozeman. I've been reflecting on every moment, every conversation, every laugh, every disagreement, every hug, everything. I wish we had more time. Jordan shared his lengthy statement on Monday. One of the last times we spoke, you said we were forever linked. And now that truth and now the truth of that means more than ever, he says. Since nearly the beginning of my career, starting with all my children when I was 16 years old, you paved a way for me. You showed me how to better honor purpose and create legacy. And whether you've known it or not, I've been watching, learning, constantly, motivated by your greatness. Everything you've given the world and legends of heroes you've shown us we are will live on forever. But the thing that hurts most is that now I understand how much of a legend and a hero you are. Through it all, you've never lost sight of what you loved most. You're my big brother, but... I never fully got the chance to tell you or truly give you the flowers while you were here. The actor ended his tribute by adding, I'm going to miss you honestly, your gen- your honesty, your generosity, your sense of humor, an incredible gift. I'll miss the gift of sharing space with you in a scene. I am dedicating the rest of my days to live the way you did, with grace, courage, and no regrets. With multiple pictures of the two actors just smiling, having a good time. And I mean, I'm sure that's a very emotional thing for a 20 plus year friendship to have to end suddenly. Because, like I read a couple of minutes ago, besides the family, Besides the Bozeman family, not many people knew that Chadwick had colon cancer. Um, I believe he actually filmed. He had to, he filmed a lot with colon cancer, like Endgame, probably part of Infinity War, a, a very small part, if any, of Black Panther. So, 
sadly, um, I believe Endgame will have been the last movie we get to see a, a phenomena actor um, in, I believe. Endgame or 21 Bridges. I haven't seen 21 Bridges, but I've heard it's really good. Um, basically, the premise of that, I believe, um, there's a gang of drug dealers and in Manhattan, so, and one of the drug dealers killed Chadwick, the guy who Chadwick Boseman portrays, father, so Chadwick Boseman wants to capture them, so he ends up shutting down the city of Manhattan, and, um, shutting down all 21 bridges in and out of Manhattan. But, some men, some honorable mentions. People, some people may have known um, Chadwick Boseman before. Um, before Black Panther, um, uh, I believe it was Get Up is what the movie's called. Um, Chadwick Boseman portrays James Brown. I, by the looks of it, I think it's kind of set to when Elvis was big and all those kind of singers and that kind of stuff. Another one a lot of people saw. I, I think this was the first big movie he was in. Uh, 42, a story about Jackie Robinson where... Um, Chadwick Boseman portrays Jackie Robinson. Um, actually, the the Five Bloods, D A Number Five Bloods, is a it's rated R. It came out this year. It's a drama. It's a two. Hour, it's a movie, uh, based around the Vietnam War. Chadwick, but that's actually going to be the last movie Chadwick Boseman is ever in, most likely. Um, it came out this year. It is on Netflix. I don't have Netflix, but if you do, please watch it. It's rated R. Make sure it's okay with um, adults that are in charge of you before watching it. Um, let me know how it is by leaving a voice message. But... Uh, a lot of people looked up to Chadwick Boseman through all the different movies he was in. Like I said, 21 Bridges, it looks like a really good movie. I'll probably watch it soon. If you're into like older music and stuff, you might want to check out Get Up. Um, Chadwick Boseman's also in that. But... We'll get on to a little bit of a lighter topic. Um, actually, this is a good transition. So you know how Chadwick Boseman, he played Black Panther and all that stuff. So Black a Panther is a cat. A Black Panther is also a cat. So you know how there are cat and dog people. Dude, that, that was a smooth transition right there. But cat and dog people. 
Um, and here's the thing. I'm personally a dog person. I, I don't hate cats, but I don't like them. Like, I, it's not I'm scared of them. There's like a tiny ounce of fear in me that is scared of cats. Because when I was eight, nine, Braden will know it. I'll probably tell him after a while. But when I was eight or nine, I was at a friend's house. They are no longer, their family is no longer friends with us because of a whole incident that went down. I won't get into that. Um, But one of their daughters was holding their kitten. Like, if you're on the video, like, paws up she was like holding their torso and the paws and claws were facing out toward me so she was kind of pretending to throw him at me and i was just sitting there i was like i don't want the cat thanks though she proceeds to keep doing that the cat then proceeds to slip out of her grasp this cat has not been declawed All four of its claws go just straight through the shirt I'm wearing into my chest, dude. It hurt like the dickens. So, for the longest time, I had, like, claw marks just in my chest. Like, one claw, like, went down. So, there was, like, a claw from my chest down to the upper part of the ad so like almost all the way down this to the sternum and that is why i don't like cats because of that one cat and that one girl who i don't know like you're pretending to throw a cat if the cat slightly shifts its weight if you're trying to throw anything that's alive if it shifts its weight to where you aren't expecting it to shift its weight you're gonna let go of that thing and she let go of the cat. Um, so now I am scarred for life. Not really. I just don't like cats that much because of that. Um, I have a couple more things to get into this episode. Um, some of you know who David Blaine is. For those th- who don't, David Blaine is an American illusionist. That is his title. Um, the morning that I'm record, recording this, September 2nd, he pulled off a crazy stunt. He called accession, accession. I don't know. But um, he had 52 massive helium balloons. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Not 100% sure, but it was live, so I ended up watching most of it live. But he proceeded to go, I think, the final measurement was he went 22,000, no, not 2,000, 24,900 feet 
into the air with these 52 balloons. While he was in the air, he had to put on a parachute and he had to like bring the oxygen mask down and breathe out of that for a while. But um like he he said it was an amazing experience um and if you'll go on to YouTube, let me check before I say it is on there. But YouTube David Blaine um, David Blaine, yeah, it's up there, it, it was streamed, you can watch the whole three-hour process of them getting the balloons and stuff ready, but, yeah, so he said he did this for his daughter, um, because a lot of his tricks can be quite scary if you're watching and you don't know like, the inner workings of it, if that makes sense. So, he said he did this for his daughter because he wanted her to enjoy his job as much as he does and not live in fear of it because if you look up David Blaine Electricity, there's this these giant, like, volts of lightning, basically, going into this metal glove he's wearing and he's just standing there like you can kind of see all his muscles are tense because he is getting electrocuted oh i just hit the mic stand but yeah he he planned to do this i believe August 31st, but then had to postpone it because of social media, or not social media, what am I talking about? He had to postpone it because of social media, you know, it gets crazy, so he had to postpone it, no, he had to postpone it because of the weather, what am I talking about, social media, my word, but, um, through all of it, he, there has been a lot of um, memes made out of it. And as I was watching this, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Up, the movie Up. If you've never seen the Pixar movie Up, what are you doing with your life? You need to go watch it. Um, because he was floating with balloons basically um so there's a lot a lot of um how many times am i gonna say a lot a lot of memes made comparing him to russell or just some other um people and just memes all over the internet make just <laughs> some of them are pretty funny but i i i highly advise that you go watch the uh live stream or the summary of him going up into the air the live stream is three hours long um i would i didn't 
like I said, I only watch bits and pieces of it, but he, he was in the air, I believe, for like 30, if not more, minutes. So that, that was crazy to watch. Um, and let's, let me get into, actually, I'll save that, I'll save that for next week's episode of Random Ravings. Um, before you stop listening to this podcast, make sure, excuse me. Make sure to rate and subscribe on whatever you are listening on. And let, let me read this review for you guys real quickly. Um, it was put on Bray and K Breakaway. Go listen to that if you do not already. There are, they, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> there are video episodes of Bray and K Breakaway on the YouTube page at Bray and K Studios. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, let me pull up this review real quickly. So this was the latest review. I'm sorry whoever wrote this that me and Braden did not get to it sooner. It was written on August 30th. We did react to it on Brain K Breakaway, but it's t- it's a five star review. Thank you so much for that. Um, but five reviews help. But the best way to if you want more people to hear the podcast, share it with your friends. If you don't have friends, share it with your cousins, parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, if they can figure out how to work their phone and do that. But great podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm a teenage girl who lives in New York, although in opening parentheses, although I'm originally from South Carolina, my voice is getting raspy, my word. <clears throat> who has been listening to your podcast since November slash December of 2019. I'm a big fan and lo- love listening to how you combine deep thinking, good t- content, and humor, opening parentheses, and still manage to keep it relatively clean. <laughs> Closing parentheses. Wait until episode 64, 65 come out. Not that it's not not clean but if you don't know you won't really get the humor in it 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 is it's still clean but you'll get it if you listen to it i've been listening to a lot of your podcasts on spotify lately and they crack me up each time thank you so much from going off of spotify like i can't say this enough even if you listen on another podcast platform thank you so much for going on to apple podcast leaving us review and a comment. The comments really help the Apple algorithm to suggest it to other podcast listeners. Great job. You guys keep doing what you've been doing. Again, thank you so much for the review. Um, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, the reason I read that one is because it was the most detailed out of the podcast reviews she left on random ravings and the rational rant as well um but 
yeah, thanks for leaving the review on all three of them. Funny and entertaining was the review for Random Ravings. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Um, it was left a little more recently. Um, so I did get to it sooner than me and Braden got to her review on uh, Breakaway. But I will be seeing you here on Monday for an episode of The Football Frontier. Make sure you listen to the episodes of The Football Frontier if you have not already where me, moi, me, myself, me, myself, and I discuss the world of college and professional football. Um, Make sure you share this episode with a friend or a sibling or a parent. Share it to anyone. Go to the grocery store with your mom or dad, wear a mask, and airdrop it. Airdrop it. If you don't have an Apple phone, just send it to all your contacts. Airdrop it to everyone in the grocery store if you have an Apple phone. Rate, review, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever is your platform. Also, make sure... Click the link in the description of the podcast episode to see the YouTube video. And I will be seeing you here Monday for an episode of The Football Frontier. And next Thursday for another episode of Random Ravings.